I want to let you guys know that. So September 15, 2020 through October 15, 2020, it is Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah. Y'all know that? Yeah, that's pretty good. Go ahead, Wendy, put that up there. Yeah. It's um National Hispanic Heritage Month has appeared from the 15th of September through 15th of October in the United States for recognizing the contributions and influence of Hispanic Americans to history, culture, and achievements of the United States. And so we salute you with the high five. It's Hispanic Heritage Month. And uh, me being from Texas, trust me, I know all about this month right there. I know all about Colombia and Mexico, and I love all of it. I believe that the Latin race has made many accomplishments in my world. You know, are you English Mexican? What, 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 was, right what was that? <laughs> What, was, what contribution was that? What accent was that? I, I heard a right. of Mexico and old English. <laughs> are you Spanish? What was that? If you are Mexican English, if you are Pablo Spanish, I don't understand what that was. Pineapple to it. That's what you get. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yo. <laughs> This is another human moment right now. Because <laughs> for a minute, I was about, oh, let me not say that on air. Uh, Ooh, I'm glad I caught myself on that one. I'm glad. Yes. All right. So, you know what? I'm going to tell you why I love um, Hispanic heritage as much. First of all, I grew up in Houston, you know, of course, Texas, and a lot of my friends and everything um, were Latino. And so they thought I was because I had this big curly fro thing when I was a kid. They thought I was Latin. And so a lot of my friends, they would come in and be like, it's to Hispana. I'd be like, no, say like, do no, Hispana. no, say what are you? I was like, human. <laughs> but I ain't gonna lie. I love me a good old tortilla wrapped in butter. I ain't lying. You're so good. So great and warm, and you toast it over the stove. Mm. Brian Atterbury, La Vida Loca. La Vida Loca. Then again, right. you like the tortilla wrapped in butter. Butter. Mm. But when you grill it in the pan, you should put butter in it. Mm -mm 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 -mm. No. You got to have butter. Talking, you guys are actually talking about real food. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Why did I just have screen. like a, I went Time out. Pick up my watermelon. I was like, Oh. Get him off the screen. Time fucking out. <laughs> Speaking some of some. Uh, hey, while we got people on here, just a second. I, I want to holler at Brian. Hi, Zoe. That's my Latin baby right there. We got Ms. Yancey on. Uh, Claudia, our faithful. Yeah, that gives us time to eat some pine pineapple and uh, watermelon. Then we got Fatney. Holla, Dwayne, because you can't see these names at the end. So, Serena, in case y'all pop off with her. Patricia, always with us. We love you. Um, <laughs> Pina, <laughs> Caroline, loving you to death. Caroline. Caroline. <laughs> um, got my Serena. Uh, Fat Nan, I want to make sure I'm not. Monique, she's always on with us. Sorry for the loss. You're more than welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Let me see here. Hold on. And then we jump back into the show. Um, got Alicia. We got Nani over in Australia. No, Nani is actually in New Zealand, I think. Uh, Dwayne up in Canada. Brandy, always with me. Love you, baby. Okay, now we can get back into it. I'll bring it back. All right. So you know how um, 
Byron Kyron is always on here talking about, you know, diversifying your money and things like that. Well, I want to tell you guys something about Wells Fargo. So today the Wells Fargo CEO apologizes about comments um, about diversity. So it says, according to AOL.com, Wells Fargo CEO Charles Scharf apologized Wednesday for comments he made suggesting that it's difficult to find qualified black executives in the financial industry. Scharf said in a memo to employees, quote, there is a, a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from, end quote, in corporate America. The memo was written in June, but became public only this week. The comments and similarity statements made in, in a Zoom meeting reported by Rutners led to an intense backlash in Washington and on social media. What do you guys think? Fired. He's actually not. He will be. Because he issued an apology. And um, but I mean, can we go, uh, you know, both of you, this is your world. How many qualified black folks do we have in the fight? To me, what, 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 what a broad, shitty statement. Like, really, like. I think it's a double-edged sword. Here's what okay. I'll say. How There are many qualified Black people in the financial industry. I think, I, I want to say, what is he talking about? His C-level management? His VP-level management? Because there are a lot of black people that work as senior my sister is a senior she was a senior underwriter for wells fargo to be exact so he um, he, he did say it's black executives so executive. i'm assuming uh-huh so i'm going to say that there may be a slither of truth to the slim pickings but what i will say to not co-sign of what he's saying is a lot of times that person, even if they are qualified or overqualified, may still not get the opportunity mm -hmm. just due to traditional nepotism and what's going on in the industry. So I think you got to be careful because are there a lot of black people in the C-level management and as executives? They may, there's still a small percentage compared to them. If you're comparing apples to oranges, the question is, is are you fairly choosing through those slim picks? That was my next. Yeah, that's the question. So he may there may be if you actually pull some stats and some numbers and say there's X amount of percentage of African-Americans, male and female in this industry versus white Americans and, and Asians and all and go down the list. That actually may be true from a numerical standpoint, from a stat standpoint. But like Ruben just put up, we know a lot of black people that are qualified. Are they, do they feel confident enough to apply for those jobs? Do, are they aware that those jobs are there? Are they even a part of the process? That's the question. Maybe he hasn't seen many come across because- He's not looking for them. They're not, exactly, they're not looking. They're not looking. Byron? Wells Fargo. Commercial starts off with some horses <laughs> and a buggy going through the wild, wild west that is traditionally known as being biased and racist, which is why me and my family closed the account eons ago. It's biased and racist towards its own client base. There's so many uh, manipulation of money that was done with inside of Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo is part of the problem, not the solution. It has been for many years. So for this 
I don't know him to call him what I want to say, but for the ignorant statement that was posted, no, there's more than enough qualified people of color for the slim pickings of the positions that he's having all the way up to his right. position that I could replace him in a heartbeat with one phone call. So that's just an ignorant statement. Say it said this just now getting exploited because of the circumstances and thank God it is. The apology is a bullshit apology because of I all agree. so you know, he, he didn't mean that shit. He did that. I am too. He said he, he gave an apology for the politic to be politically correct and to keep his ass in his job. Yeah, and he's not sorry that he he said it. He's sorry, sorry that he didn't like it. And we got to be clear about that. Sorry, I went through a similar situation with Online Trading Academy, and I'm gonna say their name because I don't give two fucks. I'm gonna say their name. <laughs> because, and I had an instructor there refer to me as Aunt Jemima, and he thought it was funny. Did you make good pancakes? Listen, he thought it was funny, and as we went through, I'm not gonna go through the story. But one, the company said she doesn't have another bit. She doesn't have enough business wherewithal to give him grace. That was their response. Second, he apologized to me. Did you? And oh, I, what? Because yeah, he was outed. Because he was outed, and what they and what they wanted me to do was, hey, if he says something like that again, we coached him. I said, really? Walk me through how do you coach a bigot? What does coaching a bigot look like? Please. I, I've been in HR for over ten years. I've worked with several companies. I've never coached a bigot before. Walk me through that. Well, we can't share that with you, but he really didn't mean it. And no, he meant it because he said it twice. Uh, and he's in his mid-30s, so I know you know fucking better. If Maybe if he was 97, eh, I might have gave him a little bit of a pass and say, you, you grew up during that time, but I, I did it. And I stood my ground and said, I will not work with this person. You must transfer him somewhere else. And they were like, well, he's coming back. But when he apologized to me, I said, you are not, I said to him, you're not sorry that you said it. You're sorry that I didn't like it. Two different things. His next statement was, you have my full support to um, go down any lines you want to go to. Second, I don't need your fucking support to do anything. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And now that you've given me your blessing, I'm really going to do it now. What do you both consider a genuine apology from statements like these? You're fired, and then in turn, you then give an apology. Okay. I said to the company, I said, I'm not asking you to fire him. I'm asking you to give him out of our sector. Send him somewhere else. I said, that's okay. the only grace I will extend. However, is it possible for someone to apologize? Yes. Let me tell you how. If he had said, I, I grew up thinking that that was okay. And even though I know it might have been a little bit sensitive, I didn't realize how painful that could have been to you. And I'm sorry I hurt you. He could have said that and I might have bought that. Okay. You understand? But yeah. I know that there's no genuine feeling of that. So that apology, right, would never come because he didn't feel bad about that because that's how he felt. Okay. You get it? I do. It's hard to apologize for being a bigot. You're not sorry that you're a bigot. You're sorry that people don't like it. There's a difference. Wow. Wow. That that then you get, then you get you're me. Sorry that people don't like it. That yeah. yeah. And now you gotta work with now I'm the black bitch all day. Cheers. And now I'm gonna and I'm gonna stay on that road until I don't feel like walking down it no more. <laughs> 
so let me take you guys here. When Obama was in office, um, it was about 200 and some odd days where he was before he had to leave, where he was trying to get a new Supreme Court justice uh, elected. Um, now uh, the Republicans are trying to push ahead with plans to confirm um, a Supreme Court nominee um, with what is it, 40 some odd days before the um, election. Uh, they're now changing their narrative by saying that it was different when Obama was there because it was blah, 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 blah. But now with less than 40 something days before the election, they're trying to hurry up and get somebody in there so um, Trump can put them in the position. How do you feel about that? It's a chess move. This is chess. They're playing chess. It's hard to have feelings about a game that's naturally played that way. I, I try not to feel about it because mm -hmm. this is, it, he, even though he is an asshole, he is supposed to play his asshole card to the fullest. He's supposed to, to try to get what he's supposed to get. Do you, do you guys see uh, familiarity with uh, corporate gentlemen that with the same actions that Trump has displayed? Absolutely. I would ask that for Eugene. Yeah, absolutely. I work for a company like that right now. Mm -hmm. That they, if as long as you play nice, and you know, I had a conversation with Peter not too long ago. And he was like, as long as you know the rules to the game, you have to decide whether or not you want to play the rules. And I've yeah. always lived by that in my corporate life. There are certain things that I might. There are some rules to the game that I know I don't like. I don't have a problem playing. However, you do not get to disrespect me because of your rules. You do not get to degrade me or make me small or mistreat me because of your rules, especially if I correct your behavior. Because I will give you an opportunity to correct your behavior. So back to that, mm -hmm. that, that, that's normal. There's always politics, there's always BS, always a bigot in place. There's always yeah. a show in place. There's always yeah. a homophobic person in place. They are all there, they will all be there. You can never change that. You have to learn how to connect to the person that can help you get over the hump. Yeah. And, and and also, I think I think we should be clear about this. We do not. I do not hate um, a Republican. I have them in my family. I do not hate them at all. I, I, I hate Trump's Republican world that he's created um, because it's now become more than a political party. It's become a religion, uh, in my opinion. And I, I, I will tell you that. So please don't think that, you know, we hate all Republicans because. One of my cousins that's a Republican, I love her to draw, I love her to death. I, I think she's just one of the most amazing people that um, I know. But um, I just think that the actions of this man uh, in which he has stood behind saying that it is the world of Republicans, I think that that's where things get misconstrued. So please don't be believe that we hate Republicans because we don't. I don't hate Republicans so. either. L listen, there's Crips and Bloods in my family. I am not a gang member. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There are Democrats and Republicans in my in my family. I am neither. I don't associate with any of that. Mm -hmm. I think when you associate yourself to a group of people, I, I don't. I, I don't. I think you lose a piece of mm -hmm. yourself. I right? agree. I, I, there's some things about Republicans that I do agree with from a money standpoint, from a yeah. business standpoint, right? But I would never associate myself and be diehard like it's a fucking fraternity and associate myself with that party. I associate myself with me yeah, and my family. So whatever falls on that side, that's what I'm going to deal with. But I, I'm not claiming any of you motherfuckers, none yeah. of you. Yeah. Um, I want to switch gears for a minute because I think it's, it, it is time to talk about it. Uh, Gene, 
And, um, you know, early discussions, we have things where we're already, we're, what we're going to talk about, we're going to post. I'm stumbling right now because I've been numb, but it's now coming up to it. Yeah. Um, I think, Gene, can we start with you and what uh, September 23rd, I think yeah. what people should know the um, correlation with that date. Brianna Taylor. Yeah. Um, can you bring it up? You want her to bring yeah, it up? I want her to bring up the purple um, banner first. And uh, yeah, justice for Breonna Taylor. And for those of you that don't know, because I do, I, I know I have some people that follow me that are a little bit disconnected, that are not of color and that may not know who she is. Breonna Taylor in March was in her apartment sleeping with her boyfriend and a raid that went wrong. Police basically raided the wrong apartment, came in with guns drawn. Boyfriend pulled out his gun because he thought it was a burglar, which by the way, his gun was registered and legal. There were some fired shots exchanged and Brianna was killed. She was murdered in her apartment. Three police officers were part of that process. They arrested her boyfriend. They tried to hold him on charges for shooting at the police when really he was just defending himself because he thought it was a burglar. And she was an essential worker during that time. That was in the, the height of the pandemic. Okay. They never prosecuted Brianna's murderers because she was murdered. Right. And they've gone through this process, as we talked about last week, Brianna's family received a civil suit for twelve million dollars. They took the money. But at the end of the day, we wanted someone to be responsible. For Wendy, can we pull the purple back up? I just want to see that. I just yeah. As okay, you keep I going, want I'm you sorry. To see her face, because I know yeah. all of you who say, oh, I'm not on social media. I don't know what this is. I will put money on it. You've seen this name. And if you've seen this name, now you know why you've been seeing this name. She was murdered by three police officers sleeping in her home. She wasn't protesting. She wasn't out in the street causing trouble. She wasn't talking back. She wasn't resisting arrest. She was asleep and never got to wake up and was murdered in her home where she was safely after being coming back as an essential worker from working and was murdered. Now, pull up the slide, the next um, tweet, Wendy. Um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about this from, I mean, Colin Kaepernick has spoke about it. You've seen LeBron James spoke about it. Um, and the police officer, basically, the jury indicts former officer Brett Hankinson with three counts of wanton, which I've never heard of, endangerment in first degree. Neither have I. That went into, now listen, clearly, for bullets that went into other apartments, but nothing for the murder of Breonna Taylor. This is an outrageous offense. I hope you understand that he was charged with basically reckless endangerment for his stray bullets entering other people's apartments and not for the murder of her. Now, Carrie Washington tweeted, and I thought her tweet was very interesting because it goes back to what you were talking about earlier. Daniel Cameron, he's on Donald Trump's shortlist as <laughs> for RGB on the Supreme Court. Same man who decided not to charge the officers responsible for killing Breonna Taylor. We can't have people like this making decisions at all, people. But Colin Kaepernick, never quiet, forgotten, never got his justice. The white supremacist institution of policing that stole Breonna Taylor's life from us must be abolished for the safety and well-being of our people. But what I really loved and I saved for last was LeBron James, because this is how I feel every day. The most disrespected person on earth is the black woman. 
And I promise you, I'll do my best to change this as much as I can, even more. Love you. Love to you, queens, all over this country and beyond. His tweet probably gave me the most emotions because I think we're so used to being disrespected and not being put on that pedestal and getting the brunt, not just from white people, but from our brothers too. Being that backbone that has to take the most and, and we're accused of being strong and, and having attitudes because we have to do more. Mm -hmm. We got more on our shoulders. We're mom, dad, executive. My grandmother always told me, make money like a white man. Screw <laughs> like a Cook like a fat girl. Fight like a man. Mother like a midwife. That's a lot of fucking work. And fuck we're doing fuck it. Fuck like a whore. I said that already. Oh, my bad. I just used Baby like a whore. That human feeling when you don't when you when you take a break from one of those and the world's looking at you, even your household and friends and fit looking at you like, how dare you take a break from being all of that? And see, that's it's what people tiring. need to also understand. Everybody wants to, you know, say, uh, you know, vote or die and vote, vote, you know, uh, with the president. What you have to understand is you have to start voting your city legislation as well. And, and Congress. Again, slow and down. Congress. I need you to slow down and say it slowly because okay. this is the this is the most important piece and component that misses the masses that allow that allow the white classes to keep us separated, divided, ignorant, and thinking we actually did something. Everybody's saying vote, but they aren't teaching you where you need where to vote for it to make a That's difference. Right within your community so you put somebody in the presidential office and think he actually has the power to do something in, for your people in their own personal communities we ain't got shit to do with it it's a puppet at a higher level there's just a voice that you get a chance to have an opinion about so i need you to slow down see and just break that down and say it again so i need you all to do your due dil diligence to research who's in your city legislation that's right because you not knowing is the reason why they are in there is the reason why trump is where he is That's it's right. not because you were ignorant to a certain extent no it you is you need to start you need to start realizing who's in your city legislation and also you need to start worrying about congress congress who gets voted into congress all those old people <laughs> that's who you need to worry about the president has no power without congress Right. And so those that you are voting in to Congress is what's feeding and what's giving him food. OK, so make sure that when you're doing the city votes like for councilmen, mayor, governor, you need to concentrate on that level. OK, because the I president ain't doing nothing but signing off what Congress wants him to do. I wore the shirt today for that reason. This is my uncle's line, popular nobody. Yeah. And I always thought it was something fun and catchy. And then today. I was like, shit, I feel like a popular nobody as a mm -hmm. woman, as a black mm -hmm. face. Yeah. Right? We, have to, we get accolades for be holding it down and doing all this stuff. And I was like, but I, I'm not allowed to have a mental breakdown. I'm not yeah. allowed to be sad. I'm not allowed to be upset about what's going on in the world because yeah. it's just normal. Yeah. That Karen can cry because she has anxiety because she got a bad rating on her her her, her um, employee report. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm -hmm. The degree of my ability to respond to anxiety and sadness and hurt and pain 
these these certain people would not be able to handle what we've had to endure right at all when you're out here getting psychiatric reviews because you're concerned about what somebody said to you online not to make so i want to i want to address what uh fatina said it's not that that the KKK's elders are dying because you can still leave a legacy of hate and it because hate is taught what it is that there has to be a rethinking there has to be a um, reform of that type of hate because you only hate me for one specific reason that I'm going to retaliate on your ass one day you know to me it even goes beyond the color it's that you know that you have set up so much hate that I'm going to one day rise and retaliate on you and that is why there is so much hate still being spewed across the nations and across the, the it's not even just the KKK. You got the skinheads, you got the, you got all of them. You got but all fact of them. And they also need to understand that there's always a, a successor. There's always someone at their always. room to take their place. Uh, it uh, doesn't always, die. always. That is why I need, and I cannot, I'll say this again. You guys need to start paying attention to your city legislation. You guys need to, you need to do as much, as much as you hate Trump, you need to take that same behavior and research who's what's going on in your city and who's sitting on your account who's sitting on your children's superintendent board how about that that's who you need to be worried about that you need to be worried about what's going on in your local community because a lot of times all that money that's being allocated you're missing out on it because of who you are allowing to be sitting at those tables okay so just make sure that you're doing that and also so two years after this election congress is going to have some more voting make sure you do your research on who's going to be put in and put out i need i need you guys to really hear that because that, those are the most important. See, that's what celebrities get it twisted. Celebrities get a lot of times in their egos, then they want you vote him out, vote him out, vote him out. No, go to, you need Congress. That's who you need to be worried about. And I, and I wanna know how many celebrities are gonna be telling you that. You Congress. know what, 